Hey there, welcome back to my podcast. I hope y'all had awesome weeks. So um, again, I kind of pre-warned you um, last week that this was gonna be a kind of uh, lengthy and um, heavy week, mainly because this is focused on action. We have spent the last uh, couple of weeks focused on preparation, you know? You've made your lists, you have um, gone through and started working through how to get things done off of your list. You've also um, started to branch out into your communities um, and influence some people and help them. And you're really getting to a point where you're, you are working on how can I improve to be the best version of me, which is awesome, right? You are dreaming big. So now we are gonna put that into action. So how do we do that? You know, it's huge world. Like, and I'm just me. I've always been confused about this part, you know? Like, what is my purpose in life? Like, what, what am I created to do? It's a huge question. Um, and I mean, there are several books on this. Like, um, Max Lucado has a great book on this. There are several theologians and um, experts, philosophers that have tackled this question. You know, why was man created? It's, and it's a valid question, you know. Um, what, what do we do with that? I've, I've been challenged with this question several times in both uh, Christian and non-Christian settings um, to explain not only why, why humans ex exist, period, but also um, what are we here to do? Some people will tell you, you know, we're here simply to exist. That you, you better make the most of your life because time is short. Other people will tell you that we're here to do good for others. And in fact, you'll have some that will tell you, you you're here for a short time because, you know, by the time uh, you get here, you don't know what you're going to come back as. Other people will tell you you're, you're here and then you're not going to come back as anything else. Um, and yet still, others will tell you, you know, you're going to, you need to be very, very careful because what you do determines what will happen to you in the afterlife. So regardless of all of this, one thing that I have found to be a constant is that whatever you do is important. So with that being said, we need to be extremely careful of our actions. So whatever you're saying, whatever you're doing, however you're treating people, it's very important. So how do you treat people? Like, if it's five o'clock and you catch traffic, like, cause I know, like I'm kind of ruthless in traffic and I try not to be, but let me tell you, like if someone cuts me off, it's a struggle for me not to do anything. Like granted in Texas, you know, it's a thing because everyone is like, you never know. 
Like, someone could just pull out and, like, people show guns in Texas. It's a thing. Texans know. So, like, because the traffic is so bad, everyone has terrible road rage. But it's a thing. Like, what is your thing? Like, how can you be kind to someone, a stranger that you don't know? How do you decide who, which homeless person to give money to? How do you decide which of your children to punish? Like, how do you decide which friend to hang out with or who needs you more? These are all decisions that can destroy a memory or a friendship. And these decisions are drastic. They all have consequences. They all lead to all sorts of different um, outcomes. So when you start thinking about it like that, when someone says, hey, how are you? How do you answer? I started answering truthfully and I started gauging people's responses. It's actually quite interesting. When someone asks, hey, how are you? And you say terrible, you should see the look on somebody's face. It's quite amusing. Their face literally crinkles up and you start to wonder, is it because they care or is it because you just made them uncomfortable? Because they expected you to say fine, okay, or well. It really makes you wonder why they asked you in the first place. So what is it for you? What can you do to establish your purpose that's small? It doesn't have to be large. You see so many people throughout your day. You touch so many different lives every day. How can you influence them to be positive? How can you help others? Do you have a glorious smile? Do you write thank you notes? Could you just put a smile on a sticky note or write thank you somewhere? Can you be someone that is meaningful to others to brighten their day? Can you challenge others to be the best version of themselves? Do you struggle with this? Is it hard for you to find positivity because it's hard for you to forgive others or to see the good in them? It's hard. It was hard for me. I didn't want to make people positive. I had been so hurt by others. There was a time where it was easy for me to be good for good towards women, but I was so bitter towards men. I remember there was this one time I was sitting in a restaurant. I had met this guy and he said, hey, do you want to go out? I said, oh my gosh, yes, he was super good looking. So girls, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, great. We went out to this super fancy restaurant and I was, we had a great conversation. Things were going so well. He didn't look at his phone once. I was so happy. He seemed genuinely interested in me and the conversation. So of course, as we got done eating, he um, said, hey, do you want another drink? I said, absolutely, you know, this is great. He said, oh, excuse me, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. And I said, oh, of course, you know, not a problem. And then he never came back. I was stuck with a dinner bill that was grossly 
out of my budget for that month and I paid it and left and then decided for at least a year afterwards that I would not be going on any dates that didn't consist of McDonald's, Chipotle, or some type of fast food. I also then decided to run background checks on every single person that I would be dating from then forward, and I decided where we would be taking our first date from then on. So every person has things that they struggle with. Every person has a variety of different types of things, you know, that we'll go through that will change and taint our view. Now, was it fair for me to do that to all of the other guys? They had no idea that 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 had happened to me. Absolutely not. In fact, it was borderline cruel. So why, why are we like that? Why do we hold grudges against people that do nothing to us? It, It's because we're scared and terrified and fear of it happening again. And that's something that is our individual problem. It's not the other person's. So how do we break down these walls? How do we stop it from happening again? And then how do we almost get ourselves to the pre-hurt stage so that we don't have to continue going through these things continuously? Well, a lot of that has to do with, for me, it has to do with my faith and it has to do with my ability to forgive. It also has a lot to do with being able to be my best self and saying, you know, people make mistakes. What if he didn't have the money? What if he just needed a meal? I consider the other person in all aspects, not just from my point of view, which is difficult to do. Um, In the moment, I didn't do that. But now, regardless of whatever situation I'm in, I always consider the other person's feelings. I consider what their situation is, and I also consider what they're going through. So when someone says to me, even if I have cooked a meal, if I have gone out to eat, if I've done anything, anything that is borderline cruel or that is off color, I consider where they are in life, what they're doing. Perhaps they don't know anything about what I'm saying, or perhaps they do and they don't know another way to deliver the information that they're trying to give me. So instead of getting upset, or irate and dismissing everything that they're saying, I digest it. I break it down, compartmentalize the information, and then decide which pieces of information are worthwhile and which ones aren't. This makes it much easier to digest. There's no emotional backlash, and I'm able to actually have a grown-up conversation with someone who is probably a little less mature than me. Why is this beneficial? Well, it eliminates a lot of stress. It allows me to understand where someone is at mentally, 
And it also allows me to learn a lot about another person. So I know if someone is being very critical about something throughout an entire day, I understand that it's not me. I also understand that they are in a place where they, they need to either get something out of their system or they are just unhappy with some things that are going on in their life. Or they're right, you know? Maybe I am just really bad at some things and maybe I do just need to improve. So take everything into consideration. Don't be so raw with your emotions that you can't accept criticism, but also don't be so hard on yourself that you accept every criticism that you become a doormat. So with all of this, look carefully, open your eyes, be aware of what's going on, help others, help yourself, and be wise.